It's good morning, <laughs> KLE. Hey, this is the podcast, Kingdom Leadership Equipping KLE, with your hosts, Sean Smith and Steve Visit. We are on the opposite sides of um, America. I'm in the north uh, east, and Steve is down in the south somewhere. In the south. South. In the south. Southwest, westerly, hey, sort of. That's right. Yes. Okay. Good. And uh, so we from two little towns called Marshall, Texas, and Mount Joy, Pennsylvania. Hey, hey. So who would have thought God could put um, two men together a number of years ago, talking the same language with the same mind, uh, and then put it together to bring a message, a kingdom message of freedom? And a of a new order of not a new order. It's the order of God. It's not nothing new under the sun. There's nothing new about it. It's, <laughs> it's just like, but it, it's like we have to start a movement, Steve, of getting people to think what is the order of God. I mean, you know, really, what is the order? And take time to assess and evaluate where they are and how they align with God's order, not with with man's order. Uh, so right. Um, anyway, so well, I like, just, just well, like we were talking about the other day, you know, as far as Nehemiah, Ezra and Nehemiah, you know, both of them were about the same time frame. Uh, they were sent to sent to rebuild Jerusalem, basically by God. I mean, they had a they had a commandment uh, to go ahead and rebuild Jerusalem, and and so <clears throat> Nehemiah especially went about brought letters from the king and everything, and he he kind of shows up at Jerusalem and he. And they say, what are you doing here? And he goes, well, uh, I'm here to rebuild Jerusalem. And they go, why? What's wrong? <laughs> they go, well, uh, you know, your your gates are all burnt down and your walls are all torn down. Your houses are a wreck. And they go, everything's everything's fine with us. You know, I, we don't know why you're here. In fact, finally, they ended up setting about to kill him. And uh, I'm thinking, you know, that's pretty much the same time frame. All, all we're trying to do is show what the order of God is, uh, what the mandate of the king is to how he sets, how he does it. Yes. And everybody says, well, what's wrong with our, what we've got, yeah. you know, everything's fine. Yeah. No, it's not fine. Your yeah. gates are torn down. You have nobody sitting at the gates. You don't have the elders sitting at the gates. You don't have, you don't have the watchmen on the walls. You don't have the porters at the gates. You don't have, the walls are all torn down. Anybody can get in and come out uh, anything at any time as it pleases. And basically that which is first is natural after that, which is spiritual. The same thing we have here in America is the same problem we have in the, in the body of Christ is, is the borders. The borders are not secure. Anybody can come over at any time. Um, In in fact, we were doing a, we were doing a radio show uh, several years back now and we interviewed uh, one of the, um, principles of, of the fort there that's the main surveillance fort uh, for the um, military. And he had, they have all these satellites and stuff and he says, we can zoom in on all these on all these people that are coming across. He said, just in this little tiny area we have 268 people per day coming across the border in just this small area. Hmm. He says, that's not even including the whole area. And he says, the problem is it's not just Mexicans. Mm. He said, uh, he said, it's, 
vast majority of them um, are Middle Eastern descent. And he said, it's just, we can tell by, <laughs> he said, we can even tell what type of shoes they wear, what type of hats they're wearing, everything. Yeah. And he says, we can catch them. But the problem is they come right back over again within a week. Yes. And he said, we have no way of regulating. We have no way of enforcing that right now. And we have very little people yeah. on the wall or on the gates or on the, you know, uh, very little border patrol even. And I'm thinking if that's the case, if that's natural, that's the same thing that's going on spiritually right now in the body of Christ. And that's just, it's, it's tough when you don't have that established. Uh, you know, even, are there any sick among you, as it says in James? Well, let him call for the elders of the church. Mm. Okay, well, let's call for the, who are they? Uh, well, I don't know. Uh, let me see. Uh, so-and-so might be. Yeah. Uh, and so-and-so might be. Well, no, let's call for the pastor then. No, he really doesn't believe that way anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, uh, but let's call for the elders of the church. Let them anoint with oil. Pray the prayer of faith. The prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise them up. It doesn't say might or maybe. Yes. So that's in the body of Christ. That's not even that's not even in the world. That's not even going out and these signs shall follow those who believe. That's are there any sick among you, brother? You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh so it's one of those things that you just go, This is uh this is a crazy time. You you all we're all sitting there in our little high towers thinking that we're we're our little system is doing fine, but it's it's really it's really the time again to restore some of these things and and we're all saying it's it's well and good and what are you doing here? Yes. So anyway. That is the truth. I mean it's it's just um it's crazy that <clears throat> that people will, will I mean that's what they were doing. They were fighting Nehemiah and uh, you know oh, yeah. for for to against re restoration, you know, and it's just uh and then of course you've always right. got the, the the super elites that you know like um those guys, what was it, Tobiah and whatever, um, that that were totally. I mean, they they were working not only politically, but they were working uh, manipulatively to try and um, stop the whole building of the wall because right. they, they couldn't control it anymore. <clears throat> and that's, right, right. That's the interesting thing is you know we we're always looking for control, you know, and and the thing about it is is that. Is that when it comes to kingdom, you know, I, I people, we, and we, you and I talk about this often, but, you know, is that people tag this whole, um, you know, anything that's trendy onto whatever they're doing because it's trendy. And, but they have right. no concept of actually what the term or what the, what the, um, what it act, what the principle involves, you know? So when it comes down to, to kingdom and kingdom leadership, and and uh, coming into the kingdom, people just have, you know, they tag it onto their meetings or onto their church or onto their message. But do they really have right. a concept of what kingdom is about? And and kingdom is not a republic. Kingdom is not a democracy. Kingdom is no. not a socialistic system. Kingdom is the kingdom of God. It's a monarchy where where there's one king who rules and owns everything. And, and right. but the kingdom of men is that in the kingdom of God, that 
he doesn't, he doesn't, uh, his citizens are not subjects. His citizens are kings and kings and priests. Right. And, right. and uh, so when, when we understand kingdom, we understand what it is to walk in dominion. And not right. over people, but over over circumstances, over situations. You know, that's, right. that's the thing that stood out to me was Jesus. And we yesterday we spoke about this as well, is that Jesus never preached a message on healing. He never preached on how to get your prayer answered. He never preached on, you know, a nice, no. motor, nice motivational message to make you feel better. You know, no. he, he, he never did. He, he mentored his... 12 and and those sort of on the on the outskirts of that he mentored all of them to carry a message called the gospel of the kingdom and right. and the results were of the gospel of the kingdom the results were hey jesus the demons are subject to us in your name <laughs> you know right um is like we, we we've been healing the sick we've anointed them with oil and healed the sick and Yes, we've gone to the children of Israel and we've cast out devils, right. raised the dead, cleansed the lepers and the blind see. And Jesus got all excited because, not because of the works, but because they were getting what the dominion of the kingdom was about. Right. Uh, it's, like, it's like saying, okay, you're a son of God. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to go out and I want you to preach the gospel of the kingdom. There's a different king. There's a different kingdom than what you've been used to. Now I want you to show it to them. Yes. And, and basically as a son, you're going, okay, this is what the kingdom of God is. This is who he is. This is our God. This is a God of, of, of grace, of mercy, of love, of peace, of joy, of liberty, of, of uh, power, of might, of strength. And I'm going to show you that king right now. I'm going to show you that kingdom right now. Yes. And uh, it, it's it's not it's not so much of rhetoric. In fact, it says the kingdom of heaven cometh not by word only, but in power. Yes. It's not it's not something where I'm just going to talk to you about it. I'm going to show it. And, and that's the thing that got me about Nehemiah. He finally ended up going around by night. Finding guys that were able to work with either hand and carry the sword in the other. So. Uh, you know, they could, they could hammer with one hand and they could, they could have the sword in the other. And that's what a lot of times it feels like right now is that you're going around by night. There's very few that, that, uh, that, um, see the, see the importance, not of the change. It says, it says, since there's been a change of priesthood, it necessitates a change of law. Yes. And the problem is we still keep going by the same old law of the old covenant. We still keep going by the same old law, the Levitical priesthood. We keep still going by that when, when the it, there has been a change of priesthood. We're not under that old priesthood. We're not under that old king. We're not under that old dominion. We're under a brand new king, a brand new priest. It's the order of Melchizedek. That's a whole order in and of itself. And most of us have no understanding what the order of Melchizedek even is. We're still operating by the Levitical priesthood, yes. which is you've got a chief priest, you've got a under priestlings, you've got, you know, this and that, and then you've got the normal people. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, and that's basically the, the nickel, Nike or Nike uh, means to uh, oppress by force. 
to dominate and oppress by force. Mm. So to, to have a Nicolaitan, uh, Nike or Nike, Nicolaitan, Laetan, Laetan meant, uh, if you look it up in the Greek, just means common folk. Yeah. So it means to oppress uh, by uh, or dominate by force the common folk. Yeah. And whereas the kingdom of heaven is to take, set the captive free, to set at liberty those that are a, oppressed, uh, to, to bring the saints into a place where they can operate till we all come to the fullness and stature of the Messiah. It's not till this guy that stands up there speaking in front is the fullest of stature of the Messiah in our eyes. It's to where you all come, y'all come, <laughs> y'all come now, y'all come and become in the fullness and stature of Christ. So it's not, it's not about me and my ministry, my whatever. It's what can I do to get you to the place where you realize that it's Christ Christ in you, the Messiah in you, that's the hope of glory. You've got the Messiah in you just like I've got in me. So what can I do to help bring that out? It says that my, my sister, my spouse in Song of Solomon is a fountain shut up and a garden enclosed. And come on north wind and blow thou south. And, and that's basically what's happened is a lot of the body, a lot of the bride right now is a fountain shut up and a garden enclosed. And the and the, their kings, as it says in several places, like in Isaiah and stuff, are, and their queens are their oppressors. Yeah. And you're going, holy cow, we still got this oppression going on of some sort of a hierarchical thinking. Even, even with the apostolic thing. Yes, I'm your spiritual father, bless God. Yeah. Well, there's a certain way of thinking in that that brings that oppression if I introduce you, say, this is Sean, my spiritual son, to somebody, what are they going to think about you? Yeah. And what do they think about me? Inferior you know, spirit. immediately in their eyes. Yeah. Inferior spiritual. So, yeah. So basically, uh, Paul said that directly to Timothy. He has said, you're my, my son in the faith, basically. And, but to everybody else, he said, this is my co-laborer. Yeah. This is, this is my fellow servant. This is my, you know, and he would introduce him as one, as one that was a fellow or cooperative with him. He didn't, it, it wasn't like, uh, this is my, this is my son in the faith. And now he did, he did a couple different instances said, you know, treat him as, treat him as you would me. Yeah. You know, don't treat him as somebody less than, but, uh, you know, you just, you just never see that type of posturing. No. Uh, by Paul uh, or by any of the other guys for that matter. You don't even see, you don't even see Jesus, you know, coming on like star Wars saying, Luke, I am your father. <laughs> you know, he, he doesn't do that. You know, he, uh, you know, he was, he was our co-heir. He's our brother. He's our, even though, He's the king. Even though he could, yeah, even though he's the king, mm. you know, he still didn't posture himself that way with these no. guys. He said, he said I'm going to show I you. I call you servants any longer. I call you friends. Right, right. And I'm going to show you the father. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be your father. I'm yeah. going to show you the father for crying out. This is Christ. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, but that's that's my point. I mean, the whole point of why I started this movement of kingdom leadership equipping is, and and you know whether they run conferences on it or do little things on it, whatever the story is. But the whole point of it is is that not to just tag something to have a new trendy, you know, name. The whole point is is that kingdom leadership is a change of mindset. And there has to be a change of how we think, how we approach, because how you think is how you behave. It's how you make decisions. It's how you act. Right. And, and, and the point that, you know, the point that I'm trying to make that we, you and I are trying to make is that, hello, you know, is if, if you keep thinking, keep operating from the, from the old wine skin, the new wine is going to be lost. It's going to tear the wine. Right. You cannot, and new wine being the kingdom of God that Jesus was bringing to, to us, you know, and, and, and has brought to us that, that is reintroduced and, and restored. Right. Um, if, if, we don't, if we don't change our thinking, we just keep operating in the same old system over and over and over again. doesn't matter what you call it. Right, right. This is this is a um, an example. Um, we were talking with a guy here a while back. Um, we were just talking about the eldership principle and about you know th- that it only says pastor, and I actually mentioned the even the gifting of pastor maybe once or twice in the whole New Testament. Once. Um, yeah, once. Uh, but elder, you know, it mentions you know bunches of times and yes. tells how they operate, what happens, and it is always plural. It's not in the sense of an elder or anything yes. else, it's elders, plural, yes. uh, ordained elders in every church in every city. So anyway, um, but we were talking about that, and this guy who is a pastor and has been, and of course, like you and I both have been, um, you know, he was really struggling with that, and we were talking back and forth about it, and finally he said, you know, I know that's what the scripture says. I know that's what it says, but it does not work. We have a system, we have it this way, and this is the way we're going to do it. Yeah, yeah. And that ended the conversation. I mean, what, what more can you say what at that you point? Yes. You know, I mean, yeah, because we're not going to do it that way. I know it says it that way in Scripture, but it does not work, so we're going to do it the way we've always been doing it. Yeah, exactly. And, then, and that's basically what they said in Nehemiah, too. I know, <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe the walls are burnt. Yeah, maybe we do need gates. But we're very, well, we're very well pleased with what we've already got. We don't need you. We don't need this. We don't need whatever it is has been ordained or been set up or whatever. We don't need it that way. Right. Um, and like it says in Ezekiel, it says, they have set their posts beside my post and their threshold beside my threshold, but it's not mine. Yeah. Yes. Well, now you, now you, you go show the house to the house of Israel. And if they be ashamed of their iniquities, then show them the forms thereof and the patterns thereof and all the laws thereof and the ordinances thereof and the goings out and the comings in thereof and all the blah, blah, blah thereof. Yeah. But the, the key is if they're ashamed of their iniquities, it's not, it's not, you know, just go ahead and, and 
and tell them everything you've got. It's, it's if they come to a place where, yeah, show them the house, go ahead and do it. Go ahead and show them what it's supposed to be like. But if they're ashamed of it, then take them alongside and begin to show them all the forms and the patterns and all the ordinances thereof and all the laws thereof, because they've been so used to a different form and a different ordinance and a different way of doing it that this is so foreign to them, they won't know how to build this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. So, and that was part of that, part of that word that I called up and gave um, you and, and a few other people. I, I wasn't, usually I give out kind of like a daily or semi-daily type of a, a little thing, uh, whatever it is the Lord happens to be doing with me on, I just send it out, you know, just a, um, as you know, a little scriptural thing. Um, and this one here, I knew I was supposed to tell certain people and it wasn't, it wasn't like a blanket here, here's for everybody. Even though it is for everybody, it was like I was supposed to verbally say this to certain people. Yeah. And the main thing was, um, the main thing was, was the whole idea behind Mordecai and Esther, uh, because Esther, Esther was just a common folk. <laughs> and she came into the kingdom, came into this, this king and, and basically ended up taking this queen's place. And she's, she's sitting there wondering how in the world she's going to pull all this off. And Mordecai said something to her. He says, you have something to say, but if you hold your peace at this time, if you go ahead and, and don't say what's in your heart to say and what the Lord's given you to say at this time, there's going to be enlargement and deliverance arise for my people from someplace else. I'm going to make sure it happens because I want my people delivered from this. Hmm. But you, you go ahead and you speak what's on your heart because you were sent to the kingdom for such a time as this. This is the time. This is the season. This is the, this is the whole thing that I've planned from the very beginning because I want my people delivered. So don't hold your peace. You were sent to the kingdom for just such a time as this. And that was the main thrust behind it was because a lot of times we end up um, uh, tailoring it to whatever our audience is, or we'll try to hold back punches or we'll try to, you know, or even try to make it sound better than it is to other people, <laughs> you know, instead of just giving it like Christ gave it to us. If we just give, and I guess that's the representation of it. If, if I'm, if I'm sent by somebody, I'm going to represent them. Yeah. So representing. So if he gave you a word, if he gives you something to say, you give it with the same force or the same might or the same strength or the same, whatever it is he gave you in your spirit, in your heart to begin with, you give it with that same, with that same emphasis, with that same, whatever. Yeah. And uh, don't shrink back from it because you were sent to the kingdom for such a time as this. Yeah. So, um, and I know, I know that was in your heart to kind of share that this morning as far as, uh, you know, what I had shared with some people. Yes. But uh, uh, that was the, basically the story behind it is just that whole, and, and that's basically what this whole, this whole time and this season is about. That's why we're doing what we're doing. And, um, you know, it don't, don't hold back. Don't shrink back. Because if you withhold, 
I'm going to make sure it comes from someplace else anyway. Mm. Yeah. Because this is my objective. But I've given you this message. I, I've set you in the kingdom. I've, I've placed you in, in this time, in this season, in this hour, in, the, in this group, in, this, in the availability to be able to do what you do right now in this time, in this season. I sent you to the kingdom for such a time as this. To the kingdom. Yep. So, anyway, that, that was basically it on that. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. You know, because it's it's good to be reminded. <coughs> excuse me. It's good to be reminded. You know of of the the weight of the mandate that that you you, you are given. You know the 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 message right. of God because. Out of the mandate comes a message, and uh, if you if you don't understand your mandate, you'll never have a clear a clear message. But when you, as you begin to to give that message that God has weighed on your heart, then the mandate actually starts taking uh, form. You know, so it's like one one hand in the other is that. Uh, and and I mean it's not like you're special special because you've got a mandate, but as a leader, you you carry a weight like John and Peter and James and Paul. Uh, Paul, they all carried a certain aspect of of the kingdom. Not everybody has everything, so God lays on your heart right. certain something that weighs heavily, a a, a burden, a conviction. That, it, that weighs heavily on you that you bring out. Now, we should all be preaching the gospel of the kingdom. And I'm saying, you know, that's what you and I have been given is this, is this weight, this mandate to, to say, come back to the gospel of the kingdom. Jesus didn't say, go and preach whatever you feel like and preach a whole lot of nice messages. <laughs> no, Jesus said, this gospel shall be preached and then the end will come. Maybe that's why we're not seeing right. the end. You know, everybody's going, oh, the Lord's coming soon. I'm going, well, we're not hearing the gospel of the kingdom being preached all over the place yet. Is Everybody's right. mind is still stuck in a nice message. They spend all week preparing a nice motivational message that will keep everybody happy in the church. But nobody's preaching the gospel of the kingdom at any cost. That's what Jesus said should happen. You know, I, I'm just right. uh, a... a um, a devotional message here that, that somebody wrote, and he said, the nature of Jesus' proclamation was not just in the words he spoke. It was demonstrated in the power emanating from his right. life. The power right. of the kingdom was demonstrated through Jesus by the miracles right. and wonders he performed. Crowds of people were drawn closer to the kingdom by the words and actions of Jesus. The ones that got the message eventually became his followers and were introduced into fuller knowledge of who Jesus was and how to enter the kingdom through faith in him. It is really quite unfair to tell the world about Jesus Christ and the door that has been opened to them without telling them about the life on the other side of the door. It won't make sense. When we tell them of a domain where there is life, hope, peace, joy, and the power to rise above daily problem and difficulties right now, and live successfully and victoriously right now, they will say, hey, I can relate to that. I can understand that. As the church, we must complete the message of Christ by focusing on the kingdom of God, which was the heart of the words of Jesus. From that's yeah. 
rediscovering the kingdom. And, and you know, that, that, I mean, that resonates so deeply within me. I, you know, it's like, if we, if we understand that everything flows out of his, his dominion, <laughs> and the dominion right. he gives us as kings, when we begin to understand that and we begin to rule and reign, and you were talking about, um, I don't know, you were talking about representing him. You know, we're ambassadors of the kingdom. That's what Paul says. We, we're ambassadors right. of the kingdom. And as ambassadors, you know, when you meet, when you stand in the presence of, of the, the, the ambassador of the United States of America, you're standing in the presence of the government of the United States of America. He speaks, he doesn't, he doesn't insert his own opinion. He doesn't insert his own ideas. He has to represent or she has to represent exactly what they've heard from the White House. And so right. they, they never insert, they represent fully. When you go to an embassy um, in South Africa, I mean, if you go to the, M the American embassy in South Africa, Hey, if you stand in, on the road outside and try and take pictures, boy, the, the security is all over you like chickens on a bug, you know, because, because you, you are, it's, it's American territory. It's American country. You're not allowed to, right. to do those things. It's a, you know, it, they have their own law nearly within the context of the, of the embassy, the American embassy there. And so, um, we need to understand is that we represent the kingdom of God on the earth. We represent the right. kingdom to people. And what are we representing? A couple of nice messages, five, five points in a poem, how to, you know, three, three formulas on how to live more successfully. We, you know, we, we are representing the kingdom and the king and his domain, right. his rulership, you know? And so we, we really got to get, a new mindset. So when it comes to leadership, which is what we're about, kingdom leadership equipping, and it's equipping leaders to think in a kingdom way. That's really what it is. Is right. to go back to the roots, the foundations of what Jesus actually brought to us, not our religion, not our organization, not our institution, but to come back to the origin of what God intended for the earth, which was for us to uh, replenish the earth and refill the earth with the kingdom of God. That's really what it is. Right. Not a religion. Right. It's, it's interesting. I, I've kind of been on this uh, it, whole thing about dominion for probably about a month, month and a half. Um, just because of some certain things in, in my life that I'm, I'm watching, um, uh, that I, that I knew that I wasn't ruling over, um, yes. you know, in my, in my own life. And I thought, you know, there's some things about dominion that I just haven't really quite gotten a hold of yet. You know, I, I really don't understand this area of dominion. And when I realized that Adam, uh, when God put Adam on the earth, he told him, now you take dominion over all the beasts and the creeps, and, you know, everything that's on there. And Adam Adam really began to do that, except for in one particular instance. Yeah. However, uh, when the last Adam, Christ, came, he said, all authority, all, all authority in heaven and earth has been given unto me. Now, now you go. Yeah. And he's, and I'm, I'm thinking if, if the first Adam was given dominion over all this stuff, 
the last Adam in this covenant was given, has all dominion in heaven and earth. Yes. Now he says, now you go and you demonstrate that on my behalf, in my name, in my place, in my stead. And you show them that the kingdom of, the, of heaven is at hand. You show them a different rule. You show them that dominion now. It's mm. not your dominion. It's a dominion of a king. It's a dominion of a different. And, and yes, I'm supposed to be a king. And I'm supposed to rule well, not only my own house, but whatever's been given in my hand. I am to have dominion in that area. But I first have to understand the dominion of the kingdom and the king, which I represent in that area. Because it's like, once again, uh, a king, he's a king of kings. Yes, I'm a king, but I'm under another king. I'm under another kingdom. I'm here. I'm here as a king, but I'm here to represent another kingdom. And so whatever it is I do as, as this king, I'm going to, I'm going to demonstrate my other king, the the king that I'm here to represent. And so it's a different, it's a different way of looking at dominion. It's not just standing up there shouting at the devils and, and, and shouting at my body and shouting at different things that are going on. Um, even like with sickness and disease, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. <laughs> yeah. That's if we get, if we get over that and just realize that, Hey, this isn't a battle against my flesh and blood. This is against powers and principalities of, well, that's already been taken care of. Now, what am I supposed to do? Well, rule well. Yeah. Take dominion over this stuff. Yeah. You know, begin to stand up and say no. And after having done all, remain standing. I mean, this is a posture we have. It's just like, just like Paul, you know, when he got, he was on that trip and got in a shipwreck and, all, you know, all sorts of things happened. I love his posture. When that viper came out and bit him, sure. he just flipped him off. Yeah. And I don't mean if the, if Satan comes up, you know, that old snake comes up and bites you, you just flip him off. I don't mean that, mm. <laughs> but, but you know, I mean, I mean that posture of dominion. Hey, yeah. Yeah. It's dominion. It's, it's not hurting me. It's not, you know, nothing's going to happen immediately. Whenever somebody else gets bit by a viper, what happens? Well, fear sets in. And you begin to look at the bite. You begin to look at this. Well, am I swelling yet? Uh, is this happening? You know, you look at all the physical symptoms. No. You know, can we rule well in this, in this life? We shall rule and reign in life yes. as one in Christ Jesus. It doesn't say someday yonder. It says in life. And that was the thing that's been really getting me is this ruling well, the, the, the dominion, the, the kratos, the, because there's several different words for the word power, at which he says we have all of them. He's given us dunamis, explosive, miraculous power. Uh, we shall receive power from on high when, you know, when the Holy Ghost should come upon us. Uh, he's given us, uh, behold, I give you all author- uh, power on heaven and earth uh, uh, to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the dunamis, over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Uh, that word that he's given us is exousia or exousia, however you want to pronounce it, but that's authority. Uh, but it's a, it's a, it's a power still. Then there's exus, which is might or strength. It's the might of that power. Uh, and then finally the Kratos or the, or the, dominion it's it's actually translated more times as dominion but it's also translated power and we're given all that stuff it's just 
we're barely learning how to, because we don't understand the kingdom. We don't understand that there is a king. There's a different king that rules, and we're part of a different kingdom right here on earth, right now, at this time, at this season, and this is what you're sent to do. That's fine. So don't hold back. Don't withhold it. Uh, don't even shrink back from it. And don't hold your peace at this time. Because I will send enlargement and deliverance from somebody else. Yeah. I'm going to make sure it happens. Yeah. But it says you and your fathers, at this particular case, uh, you know, in there in verse 14, I think, of chapter 4 in Esther, it says, but your house, <laughs> your father's house is going to be destroyed if you withhold your peace. Yeah. Well, we, we just get to I mean, with everybody else. So, you know, it's just. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's coming, uh, you know, is that unless we stand up as the as the body of Christ and start walking in kingdom dominion, not church, right. not church dominion, but kingdom dominion um, and kingdom right. authority that we have as kings and priests unto our God, you know, we, we, right. we just have got no answer for anything <laughs> really, you know, it's like, um, if you come in your own name, you're just getting honor for yourself. That's what Jesus said, you know, right. but right. when we come, and I sent you not, yes, uh, <laughs> You know, it's like exactly right. You know, it's like we, we're getting, um, I think, uh, is it Jeremiah? It says, we, you know, you're getting drunk on your own blood, but you, you, you know, you're not, right. not leading my people and I'm going to send them a shepherd. And, and the thing about it is, is that we need to understand that Jesus as king has come to shepherd his people and we need to represent right. him in, in that shepherding. That's really what he's done. He's granted us the privilege of of walking in in kingdom privilege as co-heirs with him and as representing him to the people. That's really what it is. Is we, you know, the, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because He's anointed me to to you know preach deliverance to the the captives and right. give good news to the poor, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, you know, and that that's just that same that same anointing we have. We're not trying to get it. We have it. That's what one John chapter right. two says. You know, John says, "Man, you're not trying to get something. You the, the anointing no. you have the anointing in you, which teaches you, and and so we right. need to understand that we do have that. But we, we we our mindset is so focused on the natural. Our mindset is so focused right. on the carnal application. You know, getting 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 meeting needs, helping me with my my unbelieving wife, husband, you know, children, instead of us walking in the dominion that we have by faith, right. taking it and saying, we walk in this because the word of God says so, uh, you know, is this right. like we, we we constantly in that place of defeat, you know? Right. And that's, that's the thing that has frustrated me. Not, not so much with, because there's a certain movement right now of, of um, let's teach identity, you know, the, the identity of, of the saint, the identity of who you are. Um, it, it's the, the whole thing. It says to be found in him. Yeah. It's not the identity of who you are. It's who Christ is. It's yes. Christ in you. Yes. It's not Christ in you. <laughs> yes. It's Christ in you. The yeah. hope of glory. It, it, yeah. It's about him. It's not, and it's about, it's about the spirit, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is alive and at work in you, quickening your mortal body. It's not about, and yes, yeah, we're supposed to learn that identity, but the identity is to be found in him. 
It's not to find all of this, all this stuff in me necessarily. I mean, I, I guess the thing is that the focus is more on me and what I'm supposed to get rather than on Christ. And that's, yeah. that's where, that's where I've, I'm kind of a little bit, um, not tweaked at that, but I'm kind of a little bit just going, no, there's a, there's something just, just a hair off in this, that, that if we can get people to understand the kingdom of God, the kingdom, this different kingdom and a different king that we have right here, right now, that who we're sent to represent, it's now all about his kingdom, his authority, his power, his glory. And let me show you what that's about. It's yeah. not about me and my giftings and my anointings. I guess that's what it is. Yeah. Well, and, um, exactly right. That, that, and that's, I think that, that's what we, you know, that really what we need to understand is like, uh, yeah, you know, people, people are sort of not very happy with us coming with this kind of message and, and, uh, uh, and, you know, they feel threatened by it. But the, the fact of the matter is order of God, the kingdom has an order and there's, there's a, a, an approach. And I'm trying to think of the word it's like when you approach a, a king, you know, when you go to, I think I spoke about this last week, maybe, but you know, when you go to see the queen in England, you, you get coached on how to approach. In fact, if before you meet the president of the United States, you get coached right. on, on how to shake the hand, how, you know, how to approach them, what to say, what not to say. It's not just a free fall. You just walk in there and plonk yourself down on the couch, put your feet up in the Oval Office and say, hey, what's up, buddy? You know, it just doesn't happen. Right, right. There's, there, right. It's not because of the person. And I think that's where right now all this craziness in America is going on. It's because the office is respected and honored. Right, in, right, right. In in our case, Jesus is the office. <laughs> he right. is yeah. the position. He is the king. He's a monarch. He holds forever and ever the 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 the, the office and the position of king. Always seated right. at the right hand of the Father. And so, you know, our approach is taxes. There's order to this. And we need to understand the order. It doesn't matter how fancy, how nice, how wonderful you think, whatever you're doing. If the order is wrong, it's wrong, period. Right. Now, managers, you know, managers do, uh, um, managers are making sure that things are done right. That's really, so right. we've got a lot of management going on in the church, you know, that things are, things are getting done right, but it's not just things getting done right. It's doing the right things. And that's leadership. Right. Leadership comes in and says, are we doing the right things? Yesterday on the, on my, the leadership boost podcast, I spoke about, um, uh, what did I speak about? The necessity of leadership, and I was just—I uh, just do one every day, so I forget sometimes. But but it, um, Stephen Covey said something interesting, and I'm just going to give you a quote of his. But he said, um, "Without strategic leadership, people may dutifully climb the ladder of success, but discover upon reaching the top rung that it is leaning against the wrong wall." And and I thought, you know how true that is, is that leadership, if we do not take our direction from Jesus, we could be climbing this, this ladder and doing the things right, but doing the, the things right in the wrong direction, doing it in the, right. doing it out of order. And, and, and the, the basic problem with that is, is that we end up all going in the wrong direction. And so right. you know, leaders, Lord, Lord, 
Yes. Lord, Lord, didn't we do all this stuff in your name? Exactly, exactly. That's the scripture, man. It's like, didn't, didn't we do this and miracles and prophesy in your name and all that? Yeah, but you did it lawlessly. So I don't right. acknowledge it. You know, it's just like you did it in the wrong order. You did it out of, right. and that's what it means there. It's, you did it lawlessly. You didn't do it within the context of the kingdom. And I think we need to understand is that everything Jesus proclaimed was about kingdom. Was a, or He always spoke about the kingdom is likened unto. The kingdom, he brought principle after principle, key after key. And he said to the disciples, it's the mysteries or the keys, or the or the principles of the kingdom is given to you because you're seeking it. But to them, it's right. just, it's it's going to be parables. It's going to be stories that they don't get. And and right. I, I don't know about I don't know about you, Steve. Well, I know you and me. We, we you know we're really seeking God to 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 grasp these mysteries that Jesus right. has, has sown out there for His kingdom. I don't know. I, I want to get this stuff. I, I want to get it. I want to preach it. And, you know, the thing about it is, is it's not just coming across and saying, well, I've got all the knowledge. Yes, yes, the super revelation of that. This is not about that. This is about you've got to get grasp the concept that it is a kingdom and a king. And when you get there and right. you begin to read your Bible differently, now you start to say, wait a minute, I'm not re reading with religious eyes, with church eyes, but I'm reading from, from a perspective of the king and his kingdom. It changes everything. It changes everything. Right. Yeah, James, James 4 um, says that you have not because you ask not. And I think we talked about that before as far as ask. Didn't we talk about that in this Yeah, you spoke about podcast? it last week, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because ask. Ask there doesn't mean to inquire. It doesn't mean to request. It doesn't mean to ask as a favor. It means to demand what is already due. In other words, in this kingdom, in this, in this order, the king has already laid it up in an account for you. It's already there. So it says you have not because you ask not. You don't demand what is already due. You don't put a demand or a draw upon that account. You ask and receive not because you ask amiss that you may consume it upon your own lust, or you demand what is due, or you make a draw, withdrawal or try to, but you're trying to consume it upon your own lust. It's for your own sake. It's for, it's for vanity. It's, it's in vain. You, you're doing it for yourself. But it, verse 7 then goes on down, and it says, Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Now, we love that idea of resisting. And that's the word antihistamine, which which word we get antihistamine from. Yeah. You know, if you want to get rid of something, you give yourself an antihistamine. You know, yeah. you get rid of this virus or whatever it is, and yeah. keep yourself from, you know, whatever. Anyway, so you resist the devil uh, and, and you flee. It, it means literally to withstand or to stand against. So, so you're resisting. You're standing against antihistamine or to stand. Histamine means stand, and then anti meaning against, of course. Um, but to to submit yourselves, therefore, to God, we we forget that part. And the word submit there is hupotasomai, which is the word hupo meaning under. But tasso is an orderly arrangement and fashion. It's it's already an order set. It's already something that's set in motion. It's already an order that he has as the king that he says, this is, this is how, this is how we do it. 
<laughs> it's, it's an order that he has that he desires so that it represents his kingdom. Yes. So it says, find that orderly fashion, get in it, cooperate with it, and then resist the devil and he will flee. Yes. It doesn't just say, just get out there and resist the devil and he'll flee, but find that orderly fashion, find out what the order is of God. Yes. And if you are walking in the kingdom of God, if you're walking in that order, in that fashion, and you're saying, no, I'm here to represent the king. I'm here to represent the king of kings and the Lord of lords. I'm here to show his kingdom and his, then you're going to, you're going to resist the devil and he has to flee. Yes, exactly. But otherwise, if you're just there, just trying to do it in your own, whatever, I mean, that's, you know, he's going to look at you and say, who in the world are you? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I guess that's the thing that gets to me because we, we ask or demand what is due even in a lot of these things. And we, we don't get it because we're asking a mess. We're trying to, we're trying to say, well, look how much faith I had or look, you know, whatever the reason is, it's not happening because we're not finding, we're not in the order of God. We're not finding the order of God, getting in it, cooperating with it, coming under that, yeah. and then, then resisting the devil. That's right. And that's when you, so, everybody is suffering from an identity crisis. Um, and now, right, and right. now they, they, there's this whole new trend to preach, you know, find, and, you know, leadership conferences are being done about it, finding your identity. You know, it's just like, um, well, the simple fact is if we really were grounded in the, in the, the right paradigm, the two, the two dimes, you know, is like if we were really <laughs> <laughs> the paradigm. My 20 cents. Yes, the twenty cent yep. ministry. If if we were really grounded in 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 what the kingdom is and who we are in the kingdom, we don't have a problem with that. We start right. trying to find that's the problem. We're trying to solve problems in the earth. No, we're not trying to solve problems. We're trying to solve problems in our own life. We haven't even right. touched the earth yet. And simply, some people sort of have ventured out you know thank god for that otherwise i don't know where we would be but but here we are sitting in the church feeling you know still trying to get the victory in our own lives and the simple fact is, is right we have the victory because but we we are not cognizant of it because we're not aware of it we're not conscious of it because we're not thinking kingdom we, we we're still right. thinking i'm a church member it's like what right. what yeah, we're trying to still get set free and delivered as yes. though we don't have a Savior. Yes. And rather than coming at it from the point of victory, we're coming from the point of I'm trying to get the victory. Yes. I'm, I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for the manifestation of my healing. Yes. What in the world does that mean? <laughs> because faith, faith is the substance. It is the evidence. It's not... I'm waiting for the manifestation of it. It's already manifested. If I, if, if I have faith, it's already manifested as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Because I already have the evidence of it. I already have the, I already have the substance of it. I mean, that's what, that's what faith is. Yeah. So it's not trying to get it. It's not, oh, yes, bless God, we prayed. Or the thing I hated, the, I have an unspoken request, brother. What do you mean unspoken request? How in the world am I going to agree with you on something, <laughs> let alone, oh, please pray for my uncle's, uh, my uncle's 
friend's dog, you know, it's, it's yeah. got warts on its ears or whatever, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm being kind of ridiculous now, but you know, the, the, the thing is, I, I was part of this uh, little forum that I was invited to and, and, uh, uh, all it was used for, it seems like the, the whole church, the whole body was just using it as, per, Oh, please pray for so-and-so, you know, we're, we're having such a struggle here, you know, it's such a rough time and they've been diagnosed with such and such. I'm going, Holy cow, there's more sickness in the body of Christ percentage wise than there is in the, out in the world. It seems wow. like. We, we know there is no such thing. We know the state of marriages uh, in in the church. Yeah, you know, um, and funny yeah. enough, funny enough, I was reading some some um, statistics the other day, and it says amongst re, um, religious conservatives, the, the the rate of divorce is higher than even amongst the really? liberals. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, that, that just, you know, of course, I've got my own theories on that one, but, but it's just like... Well, we don't understand covenant, basically. We don't understand a king, and we don't understand his yes, covenant. Yes, we do not understand. And we don't understand, you know, somebody spoke to me the other day um, this week and, and was saying, you know, why do people struggle with, with, you know, with conflict in the church? Why do they struggle with, with just, you know, dealing with conflict? And I said... You know, I, I, I can't give an answer to that directly, but, but the basic premise to me is, is that we don't understand relationship. We don't value relationship. Right. We, don't, we don't know. We don't, we're not committed to the principles of kingdom relationship. That's what it is. So we, yeah. we can negotiate relationships. We can ignore. We can reject. We can be indifferent to. We can, um, we can punish relationships, we think. We can punish the relationship as long as, we, you know, when they don't fit where we are. So what we can do is go superficial right. and, and just totally remove ourselves. And I said, the problem is, is that we don't come to the basic foundation of, of the value of relationships. Because when we do, we will value the people we minister to. We'll value the world around us. We'll value our spouse. We will value our children. We will value that relationship. And we'll do what's necessary to implement the principles of the kingdom of God into that relationship without preaching. Hello. Right. You know, so anyway, get me all excited about that. Is just, <laughs> um, you know, but the thing is, the thing is, Steve is, is that we, we come to all these things and with, within the context of the church, we should be healthy. We're saying come to church and they're going, I don't want to come to your meeting, whether it's a mess. I don't want to come where I don't find relationship. I don't find a sense of belonging. I, people, people love you until you come to their meeting. And I'm just going, we've got to change that whole mentality and begin to build something that's solid, something that is relational. Because God didn't send his, a priest. He didn't send a pastor. He didn't send an organization. He sent his son to reconcile right. us to him. And are we reconciling people? To, to the king. That's really what we've got to, we've right. got to ask ourselves. It's not, not get, taking them and, and asking, you know, getting them born again. That, I mean, that's important. That's an important part of that whole deal. But Jesus said that to one guy in the dark behind doors one time. He didn't focus yeah. on, on getting in the door. He focused on what was the kingdom about. And, and we need right. to understand that. So we leave everybody at the place of you've got to be born again and come to our meetings. That's not what the kingdom of God is about and was never what the church. The church is the community of kingdom citizens. 
And we need to understand right. that who understand relationship under a king, where we encourage one another in, in the king's business. That's really where we are. It's a simple right. as that. Right. Way, made it way too complicated. And, you know, so I, I just lastly, I'd like to just say this. Life is hard and full of suffering and pain. And we live in a world of great anxiety, terrorism, economic collapse, political confusion, unemployment, divorce, despair. <laughs> it sounds terrible. But people need good news. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> the kingdom of God is that good news. It is the right. last message of Jesus that needs to be res resurrected in our time. And the, the right. question to our listeners today is, do you know somebody that's currently experiencing life, life suffering and pain? I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about somebody else. How about making a plan to take the last message of the kingdom to, of Jesus to them in power and in demonstration? How about that? Right. How about forgetting about your, all your problems and, and all your things that you've got going on and, you know, I mean, Steve and I, we're sitting here and we take, we take an hour. It's actually more. It works out to be an hour and a half. And during the week, we, we're constantly catching up. But we take an hour to put out a message, to encourage you, to share with you, to join with us in, in our conversation, to inspire you, to challenge your thinking, to, to help you begin to, to grasp that concept of a new mindset, which is the kingdom of God and, and God's order of things and building his church the right way. We do this. And even though we sit with our own needs and our own things that we're dealing with and walking in kingdom authority and kingdom dominion for our healing, for our, for our provision, et cetera, et cetera. And so, you know, it, it doesn't, it, it costs you to step out and actually take the kingdom message to other people that are suffering and hurting around you. And maybe, just maybe, when you begin to meet the needs of people with, with, by, with the kingdom of God and the authority of the kingdom of God that God's given you with the power and authority, power being uh, dunitos, which means the, cap the mirac miraculous capability and the authority, which is the exousia, the right to use his might. Um, if you took right, that right. And just minister to people around you that are hurting, you know, as, as I've just said, life is hard and full of suffering, you know, is, but we have good news and that's not get born again and come to our church meeting. It's, it's about, there is a King and a kingdom who has provided right. everything that you need. All you need to do is, is come into that and we can demonstrate it to you. How about standing in faith that Jesus said, the, well, the word of God says that everywhere they preached the, the word, he confirmed the word with signs following. And the That's word right. wasn't the church message. The word was the word of the kingdom. That's what we need. to right. understand. And he will confirm the message, the gospel of the kingdom with signs following. And that's, that's right. what I want to leave it with. All right. So thank you for being with me again, Steve. I uh, appreciate you always. Well, thank you. I love these these uh, these weekly events. This is a highlight in my life, and um, <laughs> I, I'm so I get so excited. You don't get out much, <laughs> yeah, man. I must. <laughs> uh, yeah, and and to just all the listeners, thank you for being with us again today. And hey, listen, 
on anchor.fm where the, the platform for this, the link that you get for this podcast, there is the facility, you'll see at the top, the facility to send us a message. Please pop a message, I, I mean, pop that little button, you know, give us an audible message, just say, hi, thanks, we're getting, you know, we got something out of this, or, or uh, something that really stood out to you, or just give us a thumbs up, let us know that you actually are out there, that you're listening, or, or how about this week, how about this week, popping a message over to us and letting us know where you are listening from. We'd love to know just where you are listening from. How about us starting there? Because maybe sending us a message might be too out, far out there for you right now. But but sending us, just letting us know where you are listening from would be a, such an encouragement to us. We sit here week after week in front of Mike's and the screen, uh, or Steve is on his phone, and uh, just looking in at- In a Walmart parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got all that scenery, Steve. I mean, really. It's, it's, yeah. Um, and I'm looking at a screen that says Zoom, Zoom US, and uh, uh, just, uh, you know, let us know that, that our message is reaching uh, you, reaching your heart, etc. Just Just send us, hey, uh, from- Marshall, Texas from uh, Mount Joy, two M's. How's that? Isn't that awesome? And wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. M&M's. <Okay. laughs> M&M's. M&M's. <laughs> hey, just real quick, just real quick too on, uh, it, there's also a little tag on there on that, um, um, on the opening window that says want to listen in Spotify or another type of format. Yes. If you go to Spotify or some of those other ones, you can actually, you can actually rewind, you can jump forward. Uh, so you're not having to start all over uh, time. every time you want to listen. Because uh, in this particular format, uh, if you just start it, you, you, you know, if you don't listen all the way through, sometimes you're stuck. You got to re-listen again. So yeah. listen to it in Spotify if you want to rewind or if you want to stop in the middle yes. uh, or some of the other formats or, or platforms. And you can, we, it's, KLE is also on Google. So you can actually, oh, um, okay. on Google Podcasts. So if you, if you download the app onto your phone called Google Podcasts, and there you can also, I mean, I listen to podcasts and pause it and come back like two days later and finish the podcast. So, so um, you can pause it and come back later to it um, with the Google podcast. So, um, yeah, and give us a follow on that, you know, is just, uh, and if, you, if you're on Apple, uh, give us a review and just, you know, a review helps so much. I, I, you know, it just gets our message further and further out there. So we really appreciate, give us a share as well with your friends and somebody that you think would be um, really uh, keen to, to get more than the normal, the usual church message. That's what KLE is about. It's not your usual message. All right. So thank you for being with us. Have a super, super weekend. And um, we, we, we love you and appreciate you. And we pray for you that uh, God, that kingdom of God would manifest more and more in your life in Jesus name. Amen. Until yes, next time. God bless you. Cheers, man. Bye.